Hello folks, welcome to another episode of Yogi Dave's Hobby Podcast, the podcast where I talk about a number of different things um, in the tabletop gaming hobby, um, including board games, RPGs and board games. Um, so today I'm going to talk a little bit about what came out of Warhammer Fest this um, past weekend. Um, obviously, as you can tell, this is um, me talking to you live, well not live, but um, today, um, obviously because I'm talking about Warhammer Fest and it just happened this weekend. Um, so the thing that was most interesting to me uh, was the contrast paints. A lot of people uh, have been, you know, going on, no it's not good, it's this, it's, it, there's lots, it's, it's the same anytime anything new comes out, whether it's painting, whether it's gaming, whatever it is, there's, there's always naysayers, um, and to be honest, I don't understand it, because, you know, the likes of me who does a lot of um, commission painting, or lots of commission painters, full stop, you know, if you're wanting to get out a very, like, uh, um, tabletop standard, do you know, this is brilliant, because all you do is you put your base coat, which you can use an airbrush, and I'm sure the contrast um, paints, the the primer things, um, they'll work with that. Um, you put your wash on, you put your contrast paint on, and that's done. That's that bit done. It's like paint Space Marines, um, without having to do bloody highlights and edge highlighting and all the rest, the dry brush highlights and. It's so simple to get out a uh, tabletop standard um, just by looking and listening to people who are follow, um, who have tried them at Warhammer Fest, um, and they say, "Well, you know, this, you know, you, you see the pictures and they look good. Um, I mean, they're not like massively brilliant, but you know, when all you want to do is get." Uh, tabletop standard on them, then that's great. You know, a lot of the time people just are paying for the tabletop standard, but tabletop standard still takes bloody time because you've got to do all the individual bits very, 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 um, you know, I don't know, very, there's many different parts to it. So, you know, I mean, you, you look at what they brought up. Um, the battle ready is um, base shape technical, so that's a classic myth. Um, offer battle ready, um, but with the you know the contrast paste paints, all you have to do is paint on, put on your base coat, and then your contrast, and then your technical, and that's it. You don't even need a fucking shade. It's two steps. I mean. To get tabletop standard army, especially if you're painting horde armies, I mean, you know, goblins, night goblin fucking armies are going to be much easier to paint than fuck. Um, orc armies, whether they're the space orcs or they're fucking normal orcs or whatever the hell they call them in Age of Sigma, they're going to be much easier to do. Tyranid armies, piece of piss to do. If all you're going for is um, a tabletop standard because 
you know, what are 10 energy? 10 energy are two colours for the most part, um, which you have to shade and highlight, right? For the most part, it's two um, non like, um, oh, what's the word? Two base um, colours um, that shade, highlight, and like the, the two tone contrast of, of colours. Um, whether it's red, whether it's bone, whether it's you know purple, whatever it is, you know, for the most part, you've got the main body and you've got the chin part of the armor, like the armor plating and stuff. That all with this, all you have to do is one, you know, your base coat and then the contrast, and that's it. Don't need anything else. It's like what? Awesome. That well, that's my thinking anyway. Um, there's also other things that you can do with it, so, you know, blending and glazing and stuff, and, you know, I mean, it's not something that's going to be for everything that you're going to do, it's going to be interesting, um, for, for sure, um, So, also chaos be like all the licensing stuff that have come out. That's come out of um, <laughs> Warhammer Fest. I mean, all the games and card like computer <laughs> games, card games. Bandai doing a big scale space mini. And that's obviously just the start. And um, the Funko Pop and um, stuff that was coming out. You know, Games Workshop are hitting stride with all the um, license and stuff and to be honest with you man a lot of people were like oh I don't like this I don't like that that they're doing this it's like how not why not I mean the Funko Pops I mean one of the guys um, got that I thought got one painted it was a Space Wolf it's, <laughs> I mean it's not my cup of tea but you know it's good to bring other people in here um, so the ones I saw, um, I think there was a BK Marine, there was a Sister of Battle, there was a Witch or not, um, there was a, one of the Assassins, I can't remember which one, um, and there was another one which I can't remember off the top of my head what it actually was. Um, but you know, that's huge, you know, huge to be bringing out um, for... Um, games Workshop because it increases the, the people that see um, the hobby because there are people who will collect the Funko Pops just because the Funko Pops you know and then they'll learn what they are and they're like oh that's maybe something that'll interest me or they'll play a computer game I mean fucking Total War was massive for Games Workshop I mean Granted that it's in a fucking dead universe now, but, you know, it's still massive for Games Workshop. The Total War crossover with Warhammer. Um, I, know, I, I know a lot of people that played Warhammer, but or Total War will have had played, or have played Total War games before, but at the same time, you're going to get people who have just played Total War games. See a new Total War game. Think, hmm, this is interesting. Maybe getting in the hobby. Now, granted, as I said, the issue with that is um, it was in the, in the um, 
the old world rather than the current meta of um, Age Sigma. But, you know, it's important. You know, the building up on that. Um, to go back to um, actual models and stuff, uh, they brought the. showed you the Adeptus Sorititis, or how. Sorititis, I can't. can never pronounce half the bloody names that they have. Um, so the figure that you saw last year, I think it was last year, that they. The uh, previewed. Um, there's go that particular model is going to be special order at some point before the Sisters of Battle actually come out, which is quite interesting because yeah, it's a, it's a nice character piece, I think. Um, if it's an actual full size, I'm not actually sure if that's a, uh, um, a gaming piece or not. I need to ask questions to that. Um, another one was Codex Chaos Knights um, and the actual um, showing the kits off. Um, a lot of it, you know, is obviously going to be very much um, taking uh, add-ons kit from the night kits to the chaos night kits, but you know they look interesting. If I was if I played chaos that much, um, I might be interested, um, but I don't, and I'm not interested in buying fucking knights. The the other one was the the new uh, um, ad mech stuff, so the Scorpius disintegrator. And the them getting their own dedicated transport, which is something they've never had before. Uh, that was quite interesting. Um, I know a lot of Admet players um, were really interested in that because obviously they don't have um, a lot of don't really have. Uh, call it Scorpius Dune Rider. It's a hop tank. By the looks of it, but so the the Scorpius disintegrator and the Scorpius Dune Rider, so they're two different versions of the same kit, obviously. Um, that was quite interesting. So the Depths the Statis are getting a new repulsor. Um, so you get a macro pulse incinerator as one of the versions of the guns on it and then a repulsor executioner well that's the you can have a squad of um, primaris marines oh, it's heavy laser destroyer, destroyer. Um, so it's a tank version of the <laughs> not that the repulsor wasn't the tank version of itself but um, yeah, it's like battle, main battle tank weaponry rather than like the weaponry that that had on its own um, I still have not built a repulsor. There's one in the um, what you got? What's the name of that magazine? <laughs> Conquest, Conquest magazine. Um, there'll be one of them eventually to come, um, which will be the first one I will ever build, probably, because um, I haven't had anyone ask me to do a commission for a repulsor. 
Um, they also announced the new Apocalypse. Um, so that's big scale 40k. So if you haven't played um, Apocalypse before, it's how you know it's 40k but big. Um, so damage is resolved at the end of the turn. That's interesting. Um, that's interesting. Um, so they've got counters, and I haven't actually watched most of this stuff, um, just purely because I'm the time. But I'm going through it all and going, well, I want to talk about it because I've seen pictures and stuff. I mean, Apocalypse is not for everyone. Um, I've never actually played it. Um, I've never played that big scale 40k, except when I played Space Money. Uh, you know, the epic games. Because, well, frankly, you could put a whole bloody chapter down. Or a whole company, at least. There's three companies, or four companies. Depending on how many Marines you've got. Um, in a single battle, and you've got Titans and you've got big tanks and stuff, and that was fun, but excuse me. Um, that's interesting, that's very interesting. Um, I'd probably buy it just to see how it um, plays. Um, well, just to read it, um, obviously, as with every Warhammer Fest. There was the obligatory Horace Hennessy releases or announcements. Um, so, this is the White Scar one, Malevolence, I'm pretty sure. Um, hold on. I've got the, the links. Um, so yeah, um, Blood Angels and White Scars, uh, and they had quite a few Blood Angels and White Scars. They had a new knight, by the looks of it. I'm not sure if that is a knight or not, but it looks interesting. Looks a bit more... It just looks weird. Um, so, you know, they've got the White Scars characters, the White Scars um, Dreadnought, they've got the um, Keshik Knights, uh, the ones in black, um, then there's Blood Angels, then there's White Scars vehicles. Now, White Scar uh, jet bikes actually look a little bit better than the original ones. Because they don't look so much like just a big dick. That's what they um, look to me, to be honest, the regular ones. Um, Blood Angel Contemptor Icandace Class Dreadnought looks kind of half Blood Angel-y, half um, Space Wolf. Because it's got two great claws, uh, great Dreadnought claws. His hands, I mean, crying out loud. Yeah, well, actually, it's got flamers in its hands as well, but uh, by the looks of it. Um, and then Legion Legio Custodes get the Aries gunship. Um, 
the interesting thing about the Horace Heresy release was the demons, the demons of the Runestorm, um, which has have never been released up until this point. If you, I, I don't even know if there are demon rules in um, Horace Heresy so far. Uh, I haven't seen them. Oh no, um, demons and ta demons and uh, malevolence. Um, Honest, up until this point, there have been no demons released for Horus Heresy, and they look very, very Cornish to me. Um, but you know, it's got the red and black that you expect from Corn, and of course, combat weapons. But I'm not really sure if they're just chaos demons at that at this point, where other you know. <sighs> It says representing chaos in its wildest, most untamed form. These brutes will fit in fitting addition to any disloyal servants of the Lord Master's Dread Legion. Um, so, you know, they, they look nice. Um, so, uh, do, 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 do. so that's that. Um, there's more stuff on Addicted Titanicus, um, Reaver Knights and um, Reaver Titans and Knight upgrades. I think that's all to go along with the new um, Warlord uh, upgrades. Then you've got new dice, um, stratagem cards, Titans of Legend, uh, new Knight guys, um, some terrain bits, like turbines and stuff. There was new Necromunda stuff, so the Delac. Um, upgrade parts um, that come from Forge World, like at all the other, um, you know, the Escher, the um, Delac, not the Escher, the Delac, all the other gangs have had upgrades so far. So they've got upgraded heads and weaponry. Um, there's a couple of new higher guns that were released, and see the House Coldor figure that was. Um, Announced back in the a couple of months ago, but because it, it's, it's known as the headman, headsman, um, he had uh, a very Ku Klux Klan like appearance um, with his hood and very pointed, and there was a bit of backlash in that, so they've um, re sculpted the head uh, and the shoulders a little bit, um, and basically that's um, that one. Blood Bowl, not really a big interest in me, but um, they announced new Halflings um, that are coming out. Um, a new Widow Bill player. There's uh, a Dryad Star player for the. can also be used by the Halflings. Um, the Wood Elves. Do, do, do. They new, announced new Shade Spire, or is it Warcry? Aye. Yep, Warcry. They now they show they showed one of the new warbands. The models for them look really really nice, but it's a chaos thing, so it's not really, and um, Age of Sigmar, so um, not really my thing. They're talking about new stuff for Warhammer Underworlds, and they released a, a figure. Um, it was a, a lion-like figure. 
not sure what that'll be for. I'm assuming it's probably with the um, high elf ish kind of thing. Um, obviously, new general handbook, general's handbook for Age of Sigma. Um, they announced that. Thing that interested me the most about the stuff that I don't do was the scouring the Shire um, stuff. So they've got the the hobbits. They're releasing a kit to do hobbit holes. So obviously in resin. Um, they've got do, 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 stuff other than the scouring the Shire. Um, Derwine, the Chief of the King's Knights, is a Rohan figure by the look of it. Gothimble, uh, um, Warlord killed by Bandrabrass, the Bulldog took the Battle of Greenfields. Um, <laughs> I remember that, and whose decapitated head was inadvertently responsible for creating the support of Gulf after it flew 100 yards and rolled down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, so obviously, you know, the Scourge and the Shy, which isn't in the um, Lord of the Rings movies, but um, obviously um, Games Workshop will get a lot more license to do what they want with the actual greater. Um, Middle-earth stuff um, that they've been doing for a while. Um, so yeah, that was Saturday's um, talking points. Um, I'm just going through Sunday. Obviously, Golden Demon. Um, they had the whole thing about all the art and the new kind of gear that are coming out. Um, the, again, they showed the seven-inch tall of the new Primaris Bandai Space Marines. That looks pretty cool. Um, Cubicle Seven um, had stuff about the new fantasy, the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Um, not played the current edition of Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Um, it's been a while since I played the original one as well. Um, but my copy is the. The blind, black pig or blind pig version. Um, so they had a little bit about Chaos Bane, the hack and slash computer game set in the old world. Um, people got to do the demo, um, battling through the sewers of Null against the corrupting forces of Nurgle. Then Play Fusion um, showed the Age of Sigmar champions. Um so do, 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 Chaos and Conquest um will in, allow you in, in is another one um so you can play as an uh um Chaos Overlord and it'll be an Android and iOS game. Um that'll be interesting. Probably something I'll get. Um day two there was the new knights Oh, the preview of Book 9 for the Horus Heresy, that's the one with the new Dark Angels. Um, well, with the Dark Angels. Showed off a couple of the... See if I didn't fucking hate the Dark Angels with passion. I might have an idea of actually going for it. It's also got the Night Lords and the Dark Mechanicum allies. Um, new Armager chassis for Forge World, from Forge World. And then... Obviously, the Slayer Sword was announced. Um, it was Maxine Um 
not really sure what it was. It's a tank called Trogoth. It's beautiful, really is beautiful, and the base work is superb. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's that's pretty cool. Um, they announced a new global painting competition called Ever Chosen that um, they'll be bringing up. Uh, Golden Demon is returning in the USA. Um, hot on the heels of the announcement that the Crystal Brush will not be at uh, Adepticon anymore. Um, so that's interesting. Um, that is quite interesting. That, that's obviously something that's been in the pipeline. Because um, Adepticon, well, isn't. I don't think, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I don't think it's solely Games Workshop. Um, is it? I can, I'm never sure about this stuff. Um, do, do, do. Because you've got X-Wing and you've got um, Bolt Action, um, you know, so it's not purely Games Workshop. So I wonder how that will work out. Um, obviously, you want if you're going to Adepticon and you're going to enter the Golden Demon, you won't be able to enter Bolt Action and stuff like that. But you know, um, enter Bolt Action stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean that that is um, that is very interesting. Um, hot on the heels of obviously um, earlier on in the week. Um, Adepticon and, and Crystal Brush announced that Crystal Brush wasn't going to be at Adepticon anymore. Um, that is obviously why. Um, so, because they're bringing Golden Demon back to the USA. Interesting for a lot of Americans that could can't make it across to um, the UK for Games Day. Well, like Warhammer Fest. When I, back in the day, it used to be Games Day Golden Demon. So, you know. So, um, next bit uh, is talking about Carinade. I was going to say Claymore there, but Carinade, um, which was on Saturday. Uh, I was there with uh, the GDWS table. Um, it was an interesting show. Um, there was a lot of good stuff uh, that I would love to bought, but... I decided that I was only going to buy certain things. I bought a whole lot of static grass, um, different sizes, um, which is why you will not see a my haul of stuff from um, a show picture because it's static grass. Um, there's a couple of the Army Painter ones that I use. Um, Jar Scenix ones was the two at mil and six mil, and I've already got static grass. So it's all it, basically what I do with static grass is all. Pile it all in together, in a shaker, shake it up, pour it out, shake it off, spray it, shake it on, shake it off, um, and it gets relatively grass-like. <laughs> I'll say that it's relatively grass-like. Um, but yeah, there was a big, massive. Um, is it Ghost Star Pelagio? I, I can never remember if I pronounced. That right um, game on a board that had masses of ships and um, 
like figures from various different places, you know, there's an island with buildings on it, there's an island with volcanoes on it, there's an island with natives on it. Um, the highlight for Fiona um, was the Moana boats. I had to take pictures of that and show her. The guy, um, can't remember his name off the top of my head, um, but there'll be pic there are pictures of it on my Instagram. Um, I'm pretty sure there's pictures on my Twitter. Um, I will be doing uh, 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 a YouTube video um, for hopefully Friday uh, about the show, um, depending on whether or not I have time or not. Uh, but I will have videos and pictures of the whole thing because I got well, all the, the displays um, because that's what I got pictures of because that's what interests me. The painting competition didn't interest me because, I mean, I'm not interested in painting competitions for the most part. Um, I, like, I like seeing the painting triggers sometimes, but, you know, it was busy. Um, also, I got to talk to Josh Hartley um, from the Unlucky Frog podcast, um, Unlucky Frog Gaming podcast. Um, they were there um, because they were invited by, by the club, obviously. Um, it's their first time there. It was really interesting to have a discussion with um, Josh. Um, kind of got uh, interrupted by, by a friend of mine that I've not seen in a, quite a while. Um, because he's been away, um, but uh, you know we were we had a good conversation about you know the the way the games workshop's going, the way the hobby's going, um, and, and kind of the interactions that you know we're all we are all trying to do. Any of us that trying not are doing a podcast or all this that kind of thing. It was quite interesting to talk to somebody else um, that is doing a podcast, it's a gaming podcast as well, um, nice guy, um, I never got to speak to Ben, um, because, you know, I was too busy with all the stuff, I say too busy, too busy walk, walking about, because, um, but we, we, we did a participation game for, um, for, uh, for Glasgow District, and nobody actually participated in it, um, which is fine, um, but, because, you know, there was a lot of participation games. That's the thing that I am starting to see more of at conventions. Um, it's at least at, Gla at Falkirk's convention um, as participation games. Uh, people coming in and you know, having a shot of a game um, or maybe a cut-down version of a game, which I think is actually... A good thing. Um, an old Glasgow games group. We're doing the games gathering in June. Um, I think it's the 29th of June. So uh, watch this space because I will um, be tweeting about it and talking about it here when I find the full details of it um, and actually give you it. Um, they are doing um, most. Their their um, philosophy is putting participation games first so people who want to who are bringing along participation games go first come first serve um, I think there is a place for doing display games as much as there is for um, participation games but I think um, especially when you're going to a show where you're doing 
like your local show, I think it's important to do a participation game because those people who participate do in that game are likely to come along to your club. Um, I know this year with Glasgow District, I'm not sure whether or not they are doing a participation game because I'm not involved for once. Um, I'm too busy around that time of year. Always too busy around that time of year. Um, I know Dave Watson and Scott, whose second name escapes me, are doing um, something I can't remember now off the top of my head. Um, but, you know, it's important. Glasgow Game Gathering is going to be Glasgow District um, local game show um, game show um, war game show or board game show all, all the rest of that kind of stuff and I think obviously um, if I'm involved in the next year I will do a participation game but um, to have like with Falkirk and with Edinburgh, having a display game rather than a participation game isn't an issue because, you know, it's out of a catchment area really for players, um, for both of them, but you want to support the local shows, even though Claymore, you know, some of the, the members at that particular club that do it have been arsy towards me in the past. And I've wanted to punch them a few times, um, and various other things that have annoyed me about that particular show. Um, you know, you're still going out and supporting them. It's, it's what you do, um, in this, in a hobby that you know is meant to be participatory. I believe is the term. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a good show. I, I'm, I really enjoyed it, even though I didn't actually play a game. The problem with me also was I came off um, a night shift. Um, I didn't get home till about 2 o'clock. I didn't get to sleep. Well, I did get home before 2 o'clock, didn't I? Or didn't I? It was around about 2-ish. Um, I didn't get to sleep till about 3 o'clock, and I was up at 8 o'clock um, to go out. And then I was working later that day, later that night. Um, so... Right now, I'm a bit of a mess, uh, which you can probably tell um, <laughs> from my mind wandering a little bit now and again. I know it happens occasionally when I do the show, but uh, that today it is it's one of those days. Um, so, with the RPG that we're writing today or tonight we're going to be at Falkirk District War Games Club um, and we're going to be sitting down and talking about it. Um, this is the first meeting we've had about the game since we started writing it um, and we're all trying to get in the same place on the same page. Um, what's happening is the, the character generation is pretty much on the basic part done. Um, we've got combat done, we've got weapons done, we've got armor done, um, some descriptions done. Some of the feats or talents are down. Um, I basically get all the arcane magic put together. How magic works, um, or how. Casting works is down. 
Um, it's not like um, D&D where it's pretty much instantaneous. Um, you still have to pass tests in order to do it. Um, concentration tests. Um, well, it's arcane magic and it's um, what's the term? divine magic um, or psionics. Um, so you have to we're, we're still working out the modifiers and all this, that kind of stuff on it. Um, so, um, that's that. Uh, I've been doing a development blog on Twitch uh, for the last two weeks, but I won't be doing one this week because there's very little been done on my side anyway, because um, I've been too busy with other stuff. Um, your life and stuff. Uh, but um, we'll, we'll be talking about it a little bit more. Uh, I, might, I might just sit down and talk about the various things that we'll plan on doing. Um, what else? What else? Oh! <laughs> talking to Twitch. Um, the new D&D group, that, or the new RPG group that I, I've put together, um, we played D and D. Well, we have been playing D and D for a number of weeks. Um, I, I've been off a couple because I've not been well, um, or something else has happened, or I was away in Aaron. Um, but you know, there was only three of us on, or four of us on um, Thursday, and it was probably. I mean, I'm not meaning this to sound like it's not fun. But it was probably the most relaxed um, we've been over the the period. Probably because um, of who it was um, and and how much the. the um, I mean, I think with the next one, it'll just be as you know, be close and we'll all be having a laugh and everything. But this one, just I mean. I mentioned the word dysentery once, and shit was said multiple times, and we were in stitches, the the whole lot of us, and that's that's something that's very hard to get as quickly as we have. It's the gelling of a group of people. I mean, with the Falkirk group. You know, there's a lot of different moving parts with that particular group. Um, you know, not everyone's humour is the same. Not everyone, you know, it, you can have a laugh, but it's not like that. It has not been like that at all, which is, you know, which is not a bad thing. But you know, because it's a different dynamic. Um, but with this, you know, but you know, it, there's every group's got different dynamics, um, and, and I think that's important. You know, you're not going to build a rapport overnight. You can build it really quickly. Um, and I think that's one of the big things about RPGs is if you don't, like, have any preconceptions, don't have any, you know, hang-ups on anything, don't have issues with, you know, if there's females in the group, which there is, um, and you have a GM that, you know, likes 
the flow in the game as much as anyone else. Um, you know, you can build that really relaxed atmosphere. You need, I think that's what's an important thing is with um, an RPG, um, is it's very social, uh, and you know, it, you know, a war game is very adversarial at times, and so are skirmish games. Sometimes so are board games. You know, some board games are cooperative, but there's there's a lot of you know adversarial um, elements to a board game or an RPG or something that is one against one. Whereas RPGs are, you know, even the GM is part of the the cooperative, you know, bond that you put to, that you have in a in a game, but. That's only if you have a GM that isn't out to kill the fucking players. Um, I will be a hundred percent honest. I fluff dice on purpose all the time in any game that I GM um, because I don't want to kill. I mean, you know, if you you, you read all the dice because you have to read all the dice just to fluff it to make sure every time. You can't do it every time. You have to. You have to pick the right time. And when you get three players, the the possibility of getting killed is immense. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say this: um, the character, the the enemy at the end of that particular run. Um, had 70 odd hit points which is I think more hit points than the three characters put together and I couldn't roll to save myself if I was rolling to attack if I was a PC I would have been fucked um, you know they made very short work of, of that particular um, NPC which was quite interesting because much as we call Ben shitty Ben because his dice rolling is at times properly shitty um, and his luck is at sometimes pretty shitty um, he did very very well I have to say in that particular um, encounter so you know building a rapport when you're doing an RPG is important I think if you listen to the Infinity RPG podcast that we've got, I think you'll hear a lot of the um, rapport that we have together as a group. And as as we move on each week that we play it, you're integrating Melanie a little bit more because she's not been with the group that long. You're integrating... Um, Duncan more um, everyone's kind of fitting into their place in the group and not just the group as in the group in the missions but as in the group as a whole um, and I think that's important um, for us as a group uh, oh, my ears ringing again 
that's not too different here I did burst ear drum a couple of weeks ago and that, that would not be good if that returned um, so yeah I've been talking a lot in the last um, I talk a lot about how to build uh, or how to go about RPGing and doing it well and I think that is allowing your group to like merge on their own and let it be organic you know we've had people drop out you know for various reasons you know before we've even had them at the group they've dropped out you know when they play the game they've dropped out you know that's fine um, but that's what you expect that's what you, you, you understand you know people are going to drop out people are going to you know, life is going to get in the way for people. So, you know, you've got to expect that. But trying to force, you know, camaraderie and all the rest of that kind of stuff on players is not going to work. you got to let it go organic, I think, is the, the best way of doing it. Um, and you helping that as well um, by not, you know, putting too much pressure on them to you know merge and you know, do all the all the things that you expect you know you know we as a group at Falkirk have been playing RPGs for about four or five years and we're still not like gelled as well as the three guys that were playing on Thursday for the new group um, because everyone you know for the most part has played in the big games and you know the massive groups it's um, certain players know the way other players will, will move but um, other players will not have a fucking clue what they're going to do because you know it, it's it's difficult to explain um, but you know I, I'm, I'm really enjoying that particular group I, I still enjoy playing um, Infinity Infinity is probably the, the funniest game I've played in a while um, where I've not GM'd and there's games where I've played GM'd recently which I'm not a big fan of which is Shadowrun which um, is something I want to talk about again um, Shadowrun 6 edition um, I said I would never run a Shadowrun again, game again after the 3rd edition debacle that we had at Falkirk um, because it was the edition I knew and I forgot how much of a fucking clusterfucker that set of rules that game was. Um, but I want to see how Sith, Sixth Edition is. My plan is to buy the basic set um, at some point, read the rules, and then figure out whether or not it's something I want to do again. Um, obviously, that will be um, in a few years because playtesting my own set of rules. And everything that that com comes with that. Um, so I think that's about enough for me for today. Um, it's about fifty minutes, so I think I think we can um, dispense with that. Um, I don't have any announcements today. Uh, just if you want, watch watch YouTube. If you want, watch Twitch. If you don't, it's fine. Um, but you can find the links. You can't find the links to the Twitch. 
um, in my bio at the moment um, but I will shop that out at some point when I remember um, but it's you'll get my username is dm 1983 I think I do have a Yogi Aves one I deem your 1983 um, just plug that in and you can find it um, and I think that's it for me for today I will say goodbye and happy hobby